This is the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less. Ever wish you could re-listen to your favorite interview or segment? Do you enjoy hearing older shows for the first time in years? Then the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less is just what you need. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Yes, thanks so much for listening. I do hope you enjoy this show. And this show is being brought to you by The Butcher Shop, purveyors of highly sought after 100% Australian non-crossbred YRI9 plus briskets, and as always, hand-picked just for you. The Butcher Shop has been retailing the finest meats for the past 15 years. Every week, they're shipping out competition-quality meats to many of the biggest teams in the competition scene across the nation. Simply put, teams who use The Butcher Shop win, and they win often. You may not be a competitor, but I know you still have an eye for the finer cuts in life. Great news, The Butcher Shop is shipping some of the finest prime. Dry-aged Australian Wagyu and Japanese Wagyu steaks to people just like you and me who aspire to be the kings and queens of the cul-de-sac. The Butcher Shop always has Berkshire, Compart Duroc, Allegiance Duroc, and Prairie Fresh all-natural pork in stock. And again, it is always hand-picked just for you. So let's review. The best competition briskets? Check. The best pork selection? Check. Giving you a better overall option to cook at home? Check. So give The Butcher Shop a call today. 850-458-8782. That's 850-458-8782. When you mention the Barbecue Central Show, they're going to give you 10% off your entire order each and every time you call. The Butcher Shop, home of the 100% Australian non-crossbred Wailara briskets, and those are 9-plus briskets. And today I'm breaking my own rules a little bit. I'm going back to a 2021 show, which was a tribute show. And I'm going to let Greg take it from here. All right, so I wanted to spend the rest of the show here taking a look back at a man known as the legend, uh, Mike Mills from 17th Street Barbecue. If you're not familiar with him, uh, this should definitely give you a very quick and good background on Mike and kind of how he got started and what kind of a guy he was, very salt of the earth, very genuine, and again, eager to help and have a barbecue conversation with you. The first clip I'm going to play, by the way, all these sound clips are coming from my interview that I did with him at the National Barbecue and Grilling Association's I Am Barbecue. It was a couple of years ago. Last time it was in Fort Worth, and this was done in the, what's it called, the Stockyards or you know wherever it was there in Fort Worth. So great location. As I was pulling these clips, I have to say that I'm really happy looking back at it now a couple of years ago on how good the sound quality was in this. I mean, I had the the gear and the microphones and all that stuff, but to hear it back again after having had some decent amount of time away from it, uh, very happy with how these actually turned out. So uh, since we were at NBBQA, I asked Mike his thought of the benefit of being a member. Yes, you can do that, and there are people out there right now that have been coming for, I'm going to tell you, 10 years, 15 years. They're not barbecues. They're groupies, I guess, but they're here at every convention. You know, I look for them. You know, I miss them, but they love to be around the people. They barbecue at home themselves, but they're not in the business. You think, well, why would you spend money doing it? They just enjoy learning about it. They'll talk about it. But if you want to learn how to barbecue and talk barbecue and find out where to go for this or that, if you're apt to go to their place of business, try to find these things out, they probably won't have time for you. But for whatever reason, they've got time here. And they're willing to share and give it away. Yeah, that's true. And uh, seeing a lot of the big names at that conference 
you could just stroll right up to them and, and start a conversation. They were happy to chat with you uh, for the most part. So I agree with Mike on that. Uh, next clip is the early barbecue memories for a very young Mike Mills. From the time that I was in the crib looking out the window, my dad was outside barbecuing. Of course, I could hear the going on outside. My mom would come in and open the blind up, and my crib was right next to the window there. And the first thing you know, I mean, I started screaming. I wanted to go outside and be with my dad, but he barbecued every weekend. If he wasn't barbecuing, he was fishing. He was a uh, salesman on the road, sold cigarettes, but he loved to barbecue. Every weekend, he would barbecue in the backyard. It was a family affair. Everybody in the neighborhood would bring meat over to him. If he's cooking chickens that day, you know, you all better bring chicken. Right, right. right. <laughs> Don't bring a hog. Right. <laughs> of course, my job on that was uh, he built me a wheelbarrow out of an orange crate. My job to bring the wood over to the fire. So there's his earliest memories of barbecue and starting out as the fire wrangler. I think that's what Stephen Reichland calls the guy that's in charge of keeping the fire going at his TV shoots. So Mike Mills, a early fire wrangler for his dad, who was barbecuing every weekend. I don't know if you heard that in the beginning part, but his dad was a cigarette salesman. I mean, that's kind of mind-blowing. Is that even a thing anymore? Are people selling cigarettes? But his dad was a traveling cigarette salesman. Uh, as far as uh, how Mike grew up, and was he from a family of, of wealth, or uh, was he a poor kid? I didn't know we were poor, because everybody in town was basically poor, except there was one kid. And he was a friend of mine. He always had better toys. He had a bicycle, and this family had uh, taught him to share, because he was more fortunate than the rest of us. I had no clue that we were poor. We had food on the table, and, you know, I just thought that when you got toys, that they were homemade. It's just a way of life. I wouldn't trade that time. I thought if you had toys, they were homemade. That's right. <laughs> Man, uh, but that's it. Like, I mean, if that's if that's what you're growing up around, if that's what you know, I mean, you don't know. I mean, kids don't, you know, really know unless you're in a in a in a place where there is that big of a discrepancy on between, you know, the kids that got it, and the kids that don't. Uh, you know, typically uh, you're in a situation where the majority of folks around you are probably in a similar situation. So you're really not uh, missing out on things that you don't have, I guess. So I uh, asked Mike if he went to college and uh, then he told me about the first business he ever got into. I did. I was a two-year college mm -hmm. at that point in time. I am actually a dental technician by trade. Really? Yes. <laughs> Falsies was my game, and I used to always jokingly say that I had to uh, learn how to cook meat tender enough for them to be able to eat them with a set of dentures. Right. I still have a dental laboratory today. I opened the doors January the 2nd in 1962, and I still have that dental laboratory today. It's two blocks from where my restaurant is, wow. and there, there are two of them there, and I taught them how to do the work. So you're making dentures? Yes. That's my name. <laughs> that's my dentures, crowns, bridges, this type of thing. I don't do that anymore. Wow. I don't know why I still have it, but I enjoyed that. Always wanted to make, back up and make sure I had a job to go yeah, to. Yeah. In that respect, I'm old school. Out of the whole visit down there, I would say that hearing Mike Mills and watching him sitting across from the legend and telling me that his main business out of the gate was falsies and that. 40 years later, 50 years later, he still had the business that's two blocks from where 17th Street is in Murfreesboro. 
And he still has two people that he trained running that business just in case things go south. I mean, that was probably the most revealing portion of any segment that I did. And I did uh, three live shows, three hours at a clip. That was probably the most revealing portion of any show during that stretch. Uh, Then we talked about opening 17th Street. I opened 17th Street in 1985. I did that, as I said, it's two blocks away from my dental laboratory. Mm-hmm. So I would go down and have a cup of coffee, and the bar had a drive-up window. And it was a barbecue place before, and that was one of the reasons I had a barbecue pit. And that was one of the reasons that I uh, wanted that particular place. So was it just your idea to say, hey, you know, this place is existing. I've always wanted to get into uh, the, the business side of the barbecue, and I'm going to buy that? Or were you encouraged to do it? I was in the bar business. And I knew that that place, you know, was I was there, I was there to sell beer. Uh, that was my whole intention. But at the same time, I could do barbecue. That was my passion. Mm-hmm. Of course, I was still running a dental laboratory at that point in time. And it wasn't until uh, 1995 that I quit. I went into the barbecue, years. <laughs> barbecue business at, wow. uh, and I switched over to food business, you know, instead of selling, trying to be a, trying to be a bar. Uh, And then, of course, that goes into opening 17th Street and then putting that barbecue competition team together with another legend, uh, Pat Burke, that Malcolm had referenced earlier when we were talking in that first interview segment in the first hour of the show this evening. And there you go. Mike Mills, the legend. You want to hear the rest of the show? Head on over to the BBQCentralShow.com. Link in today's show notes is going to take you to this complete episode. I suggest you go check that out. And in case you didn't pick up what I'm putting down here, this is going to start a five-week series on the class of 2022 Barbecue Central Show Guest Hall of Fame inductees. And until next time on the best moments of the Barbecue Central Show in 10 minutes or less, I am your host, John Solberg. I look forward to talking to you again soon.